Hey wrestling fanatics, welcome to the Queen's Takeover. Thank you for joining us as we continue to take over the podcast world. It's your girl Kat, aka the Texas Sports Queen. We also have the Carolina Boss Lady Kayla. Hola. And our resident Jester Jolie. Sup. And welcome to season two. And the late us three ladies were back at it again, and we figured if we're going to start season two off in the right way, it's got to be with some flair, with some fire, caliente, and the best way we figured out is the, to bring this special lady on. What hasn't she done? Ring announcing, managing, re- in-ring wrestling, former champion, dancer. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Shal Guerrero to the show. Hi, everybody. Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Thank you. Thank you. It is an absolute honor for to have you on our show and everything. <laughs> All right. So normally, normally most wrestling fans, it's like they become fans of wrestling for like watching on live events or just watching it on TV. We normally try to ask first time people on the show as far as like how they got into wrestling your situation's obviously different so <laughs> so can you give us like a perspective like what was it like growing up in the business sure I mean um I feel kind of I always I say this a lot and I feel kind of bad just because like I mean I think people have like this maybe like shimmering outlook on growing up as a wrestler's daughter Mm -hmm. and I mean don't get me wrong it was really cool sometimes you know when we got to go backstage and we got to meet like I got to meet people I got to see on tv and I was like oh how cool you know and like we we got to go in the ring and do things with my dad sometimes and that was really absolutely amazing um I've I will always stand by like WWE was one of my first families growing up and so I and even still today I I still love a lot of people at that company and I appreciate them so much um but at the same time it was also kind of hard like I didn't get into wrestling until way later in life um because it was just kind of it's my dad's job you know it was just something so normal so regular for me and I you know just like any kid you know when your parents at work they're like yeah they're at work whatever and like you kind of do you pretty much um not to say my dad's job wasn't awesome but I mean um it was difficult you know you you didn't have um you know, I, I didn't get to see my dad a lot. I didn't really get to know him a lot until I was 15, really, because in addition to the drugs and alcohol, which we're all aware of, you know, uh, right. and he overcame that and kicked it in the ass, which is amazing. But like, right. um, it, it was also, there was a lot of darkness with all of the really cool things that went along with it. So it was kind of complicated. Um, and I didn't get into wrestling until I, like way later down the road when someone, had which Johnny Laurinaitis had a feeling I might be good at it and so it wasn't until then that he instilled that belief in me and I gave it a go so yeah 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 yeah, because it's like it's even though it's like something you grew up with and everything you still had to get a feel for your for yourself and like going okay maybe I can do this absolutely and like and I think back in that era when I was watching you know uh it was, you know, kind of nineties, two thousands when I was really kind of watching and I only watched my dad and I watched the divas. Um, but it was a very different time for women's wrestling. And, you know, the women were all kind of one size for the most part, or there was just kind of, they were all kind of model looking. And I was like, I was a kid, you know, kind of just trying to deal with life. And I did not have any self-esteem. I did not have any, you know, confidence in myself to even think I could do it. So that's why I think right. I was a late bloomer. Okay. Yeah. It's like, I was telling, uh, 
I was telling somebody, I even told these ladies, I was like going, if women's wrestling was in 2005, like it is today, maybe I would have tried to give it a shot, but yeah, no. Okay. So your dad, we all know his personality, nicknamed Latino heat. Your mom's got a mouth and a personality on her own. So, so, okay. So if you had to say you're like more like who, who, who you say you're more like your mom or your dad? That's so hard. I mean, it, I mean, are we talking in terms of in ring ability or are we talking like personality? Cause like, I, I do have a little bit of both of everyone. I think that's fine. That's fine. Uh, I, I, people like my mom does joke with me all the time that I am a mini me and my father. Um, I am very intense like him. Like my dad, me and my dad are hotheads. Like we are very emotional. Like we love hard, but we fight hard. Um, uh-huh. I, I think I've in, I think I have inherited his charismatic nature and also his shyness. Cause if you knew my dad personally, he was very quiet. He kind of stayed to himself. If you knew him really well, he was super funny. And, um, I, I do think I am very much like that. I'm actually quite an introvert unless I have, you know, I'm on. And so, um, and yet I think I have my mom's, uh, compassion. I have her mouth for sure. Uh, I'm loud like my mother and, uh, and whatnot but uh I think I, I carry a lot of both but from my mom's perspective I'm definitely like my dad nothing wrong with that at all nothing <laughs> wrong with that at all <laughs> all right Jolie take it away honey first thing um you are a big uh supporter of the LGBTQ community so thank you for that Fuck yeah um, every day uh so how do you feel about the uh, progression in women's rev- uh, wrestling over the uh, last uh five plus years and what does that mean to you uh coming back into the business Oh my God. Well, first off, I'm happy all the way across the board, especially with bringing up LGBTQIA. Like, I'm so happy wrestling is like, I guess, just being more open with everything. And like, I think it's a bit more of a welcoming place. I think we need a lot more representation out there, more and more and more representation. But I mean, I, I'm very intimidated because I grew up, like when I was at FCW in the training grounds for WWE, you know, we were having, we were still doing bikini contests and dance contests every other day. And we were, you know, our matches were like, I think the longest match I had was maybe 15 minutes. And so like, it's very different now. Thank God. Like the women's revolution evolution, like it has been beautiful. It's blossomed. I'm like super stoked about it. I'm also super intimidated because I feel like I have a lot of catching up to do and I'm happy to do it. So uh, all, all positive, all good vibes, definitely from a different era, but I can't wait to get in there and learn. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. And with, <laughs> with the revolution and with the fact that things have definitely taken a more female perspective and, mm-hmm. and put into the spotlight, how was it seeing your mom take part in the first ever WWE Royal Rumble? And were you actually in the crowd for that? Oh my God. I wish I was, but I can tell you, I can tell you when my mom called me and told me she was going to do the first like women's Royal rumble. I was like, well, hot damn. Like, yes. I was like, took fucking long enough. Oh, I hope we can cuss on here. Sorry. Yes. You're good. You're good. good. Um, But like it fucking took long enough. And I'm just like, and so I'm, I was super proud of her. She, she did her thing. I'm always like one of her biggest fans. I'm so proud of her. I'm like, beaming with you know her um 
her things that she's done, not only with WWE, but now with AEW. I can't wait to see where she goes with Nyla Rose. And so, yeah. um, but so, so proud. I wish I was there though. I, she was giving me updates like all day. <laughs> and, and I will say that the city of Philadelphia definitely uh, appreciated her because I had a friend in the audience and they said when her, when she started in their term screeching, because that's what it sounds like <laughs> over the mic, you know, that crowd erupted. And, like, even hearing uh, Stephanie McMahon, like, oh, my God, Zvicky. Like, she's just laughing. And, like, she knew everybody that was coming out. But it was, like, Stephanie had such some of the most genuine reactions, especially to, like, to your mother, which I thought oh, was yeah. just was just great. Um, before we started recording, we were talking about, you know, everything with COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and that has changed a lot of things, um, especially with everything with wrestling and with all of our jobs how do you stay in touch with your fans like do you do like cameos stuff like that yeah um I kind of have I have I think a little something for everyone um I I do have a cameo pretty basic Shaw Guerrero um which is a great way to connect with me if you are 18 and up and you happen to like boudoir and burlesque and pole dancing which is a bunch of I love I've big passions for those things. Um, I feel very empowered and I like to share them with people. Um, if you're 18 and up, you can check out my Patreon or check. I think I'm most active on Instagram though. Like for real, like, um, I'm better if, if you comment something nice, I, or just be cool on my comments, I can react a little bit more. Don't reach out to me on my DMS cause DMS are a scary place. Um, and I, I don't <laughs> venture there. <laughs> I guess. So, I apologize if y'all have ever DM'd me or anyone that's ever DM'd me, but if y'all, like, it's scary for a lot of people, but I think for women and for public figures, there's a lot of pictures I really wish I didn't get. So, just hang out with me in the comments. The comments. Don't go in the DMs. She's right about those DMs, for real. It's awful. (laughs) I mean, I'm even on my personal, because I have it, like, up, and it's like, oh, new message, and I go on there, and it's like, check out this booty website. I was like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no. So I agree. They're scary. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. And I'm just like, it's just funny. I like when we get the weird DMS, you know what I mean? And then if you don't respond or if, if you're like, I'm married or I'm whatever, then they get mad at you. They're like, whoa, screw you. You're ugly. I'm like, okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Loser. but it's, I mean, we, I think we've all deal, dealt with some kind of online harassment in one way or another. And so it's like, be kind, be kind. And like, you know, let's all just like try and love, love each other a little bit better. Yeah. It's like, even like when you do like dating sites, it's so freaking weird. Like men will just pop up. I'm like, no, wrong section. I, like, I wish we could see your face. I know this is like an audio recording, but I loved your face because you're like, <laughs> Like, you were having none of it. Now I'm just like... I get, I get, like, I've actually deleted all my dating apps because, you know, it's just not worth it. And apparently TikTok is a better lesbian dating app than anything else in the world. Freaking love TikTok. Love TikTok. It's a so, problem. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So let's get back to wrestling. If you were able to build a female faction uh, to take over wrestling with, and it doesn't matter what promotion, you can pick a prom- any from any promotion to make your power faction <gasps> you pick oh my god okay so 
I mean, off the top of my head, like if I'm creating like a stable that's gonna just be like so kick ass, I would have to have Santana and Ortiz from AEW, Raquel from WWE, Thunder Rosa, Diamante, and of course my mother managing and you know running the show, and of course me. I was like <laughs> thinking about that. I was like, how badass, you know what I mean? <laughs> And the, oh 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 and Sunny 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 Kiss like ah oh. God son of a mother like I don't know how they do it like they're they're so disgustingly talented and I just like I don't but that's so hard when you guys sent me that question I was like oh my God but like there's so many amazing talents out there but like definitely want to have like yeah I just I love yeah just like a faction full of color and diversity and like intensity and I think like I not only learn from everybody in that faction but like I think pretty badass like all of us walking in oh yeah that'd be a badass faction for sure oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) so in the WWE you had the women's revolution sparked with a little bit of Lita and Trish then it moved on to AJ Lee and Paige and the Mm -hmm. Bella twins but back in around 2015 2016 you had the emergence of the four horsewomen right and if you could fight them who would you pick to fight the four horsewomen oh oh like so saying it's like bailey becky charlotte and sasha versus you and three other people oh my god that's so hard they're all so good in different ways and i was kind of i was really thinking about that like that question kept me up i was like oh lord i was like i'm sorry Oh, no, it's great, though, because I'm just like, you know, I think a good faction and a good team in any way acknowledges our weaknesses and our strengths. And so I understand I'm like, I, God, this is so freaking hard. Um, Like, I think of Thunder Rosa for, um, you know, for a lot of reasons. And I think, like, she's just so technically proficient in so many ways and very aggressive and I think we would complement each other because we have very similar styles. Um, and then I would also, God, I mean, God, this is so hard. Um, I'm trying to like go through my Rolodex of people right now. Um, I mean, I want to have like a, like someone that's super into Lucha and I, I can't help but think of Eva Lise because I do love like, like they are very proficient with Lucha. And then yeah. we need a, we need like a powerhouse. Like Charlotte's kind of like the powerhouse. I mean, Becky is too. I don't know. That's so hard. They're all so good. But like, um, you know what? I would have, I want to work with Nyla Rose really bad. And she is a hell of a powerhouse. And obviously oh, yeah. the, the ties are obvious. So yeah, <laughs> um, I would have, yeah. Nyla Rose, Thunder Rosa, Ivalice and me. I think that would be very interesting to see that. Of course, with my mother, my mother's always there. Always assume my mother's there. So, so we would have Ric Flair outside managing those women and your mom outside <laughs> managing. Oh my so God. War so games. War games. Please, God, make that war games. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, if Rick's going to be there, then my mom's going to be there, obviously. So. Oh, yeah. In his, I can only imagine her in his face. Like, yikes. <laughs> They're both such hams, too. I think it'd be fun. Like, Oh, it definitely that, would that because. <laughs> Because they probably try not to bust up laughing because, you know, just because they probably, they do know each other from working in the company. So, yeah. Honestly, I think, like, if there was even, like, there probably wouldn't even need to be wrestling. Let's just watch Rick and mom, like, yell at each other. (laughs) That's it. We won't take a bump. 
Like, y'all do it. We're good. <laughs> You'll just pull out chairs and start eating popcorn watching them. <laughs> the bait of the century. <laughs> she be yelling excuse me and he be wooing. It's, it would be wonderful and also highly annoying. Like, it's a lot. <laughs> We'd be like, that's a lot from both ends. Cut the mics. <laughs> yeah, it, they, it oh, would have to, oh lord, it would be fun though. Yeah, <laughs> it would for sure. And it, I think it would be fun playing with between me and Charlotte with the you know generation stuff as oh, well. Yeah, and stuff, especially with me and Sasha too. Oh, because definitely. we all know Sasha's obsessed with Dad, but so was I. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that would be so. Of course, interesting. you had you, you and yeah you, and you had Sasha. Dipper, so of course. <laughs> Splash versus Splash. We'll have fun. <laughs> well, oh, speak, speaking of splashes, can you please um, help Snoop Dogg or have oh. your mom give him your number? It's What's Snoop Dogg, though. I mean, it's Snoop Dogg. But I feel you. I feel you. And I loved Chris Jericho in commentary when he was like, the man's like seven feet tall. Don't move him closer. And I think everyone was like, yes. Like, don't move, don't, like, don't, why are we moving them so close to, no. to Snoop? No. Like, he's seven foot tall. Like, <laughs> like I saw that clip, it. I was like, oh my God. But at the end of the day, it's Snoop Dogg and he went to the top rope. Like, I, yeah. I know wrestlers that don't venture to the top rope no matter what. I don't really venture off the top rope unless it's absolutely necessary. So, I mean, good on Snoop. Good on Snoop. <laughs> That sounds a lot like Becky. She said the same thing, like in an interview. Like she does not like the top rope at all. No, I'm like I. I'm not a very flingy wrestler. I'm not a. I'm not a big like. I don't consider myself a luchadora at all. I'm like I like the ground. Let's stay here. So, um, okay. but anyone that does venture, I'm like, kudos. Also, Al. <laughs> okay, and um, so you're about to make your TV debut. Doesn't matter which promotion, and you want to start a feud with somebody. Who would that person be? Why would you call them out? And if you can, can you make that promo here now? Oh my God. Oh, I'm cutting a promo? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, like, I mean, that's that's so hard because it's going to depend on promotion and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like, um, All right, so I dream, think- dream opponent, dream opponent. And then cut, you know, why would you call your dream opponent out? Oh my Lord. That's so, that's freaking hard, man. Um, I mean... Honestly, like, and pardon me, I think I'm coming off a, I just uh, bartended a Bears game. <laughs> so I'm a little fried. Bless you. Um, like, Bless you, honey. <laughs> like, uh, like, I can't. Um, but like, I think, I, I, I don't know why AEW is like the top of my list right now. That's where I want to be. That's where I'm, all my efforts are going toward right now. Um, right. And so, I mean, I feel like, um, obviously I would love to wrestle Serena Deeb, like, because not only would I want to learn from her, just from a backstage perspective, I want to learn from her. She, I like mark out so hard for her. Um, and I've had an opportunity to barely wrestle her in a training session. And I was like, oh my God, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I like, I was bowing down to her. Like, <laughs> she, she just, she made everything so easy and click for me. Um, so I would obviously love to have my mom and Nyla in my corner and like have us like completely screw her over in good Guerrero fashion. Um, and you know, I get the AEW title, you know what I mean? And like, and I just, I have so much to prove because I'm the one Guerrero that hasn't made their, their dynasty tree. And I'm, I want to do that. And it's going to be so different from my mom, from my dad, from, 
pick a Guerrero, it's going to be very, very different. Um, and so I just, I want to be able to do that. And I feel like with Serena, I could, I think she, we would both shine equally and I would love to do that with her. That's awesome. But, but speaking of Guerrero fashion and before we move on to the next person, what did you think of Ricochet pulling uh, your dad's move the other, like a couple weeks ago against the Hurt Business and Cedric where he hit the chair and dropped I mean, on I I feel bad. I feel like I disapp- disappoint people on the regular because like I don't a I don't have cable and b like I don't like I can't keep up with every single like promotion and with WWE I don't watch them um, very often and so uh, I'm sure it was beautiful because Ricochet is a badass and can pull anything like out of anywhere and I'm sure <laughs> it was beautiful. Um, and I fully like, I love when people, you know, tribute dad all the time, because that's how we keep, that's how we keep his memory alive. And that's how he's going to keep living on. And so, um, like, thank you, Ricochet. And I'm going to have to check that out. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was, it was definitely a cool one. All right, Kayla, fire away. Um, you have done interviewing, um, managing commentary in-ring performance which one do you prefer the most that's so hard that's like <laughs> that's like telling me what my favorite thing or like having to tell you my favorite thing off the taco bell menu is and yes i like taco <laughs> bell i'm very aware that makes me a terrible mexican but i do and i can't just choose one thing but my two favorite things absolutely are going to be announcing you get the best seat in the house you're announcing your friends everyone always fucks with the announcer which i love and i'm just like yes next with me um if you guys ever get to watch um wow like that's how me and thunder rosa became such good friends because she would be ruthless with me in the ring she licked me i'm not kidding you from my neck to my forehead one time on tv whoa um Oh yeah. And like, that's how me and Holiday are friends too. Cause they, they love to mess with me, but I love ring announcing okay. as far as like not being physical, but I mean, managing and wrestling, that's where I like, that's where my heart is. That's where I want to put all my efforts in. I want to wrestle as long as possible. And ideally I would love to manage, um, into like my, I don't know, I, age is nothing but a number, but when I can't, when I can't bump anymore, I would love to be able to manage. So <laughs> Oh, uh, before before Kayla goes to her next question and everything, I right, I have to ask. Whenever you get back to Texas, uh, how long from the time you land is it to the time you get a like a taqueria taco or it's like some good home, like good homemade tacos? Honestly, what's the like, time frame? I, what's the time frame? Oh my god, no, that's a great question because I've been racking my brain about it. I'm going to El Paso, Texas on January 30th, and I'm like, but when do I get Chico's tacos? I'm like, but when? <laughs> And so, cause I'm like, I don't want it too close to the match. Cause then it's like, you don't want to bump with Chico's tacos in your tummy. And then like, but then, yeah, exactly. but I'm like, I don't know if I could wait that long to get a taco until like after the match. So what are we going to do? So exactly. Um, but believe me, it's on my mind before I even get to Texas. It's on my mind. And, but very likely it will be after my match. I'm like, not, nah, you got to do your work before you get to play. So uh, probably post-match tacos. That's where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what you mean because it's like when my niece, um, when my niece came home for the first time, whenever she was, uh, she's the, she was stationed in uh, Virginia for the Air Force. She came home for the first time. I think the first place my sister-in-law took her to was Whataburger. So. Whataburger. Yes. Number two, jalapenos and cheese, baby. Oh, you're making me hungry. <laughs> I have to eat today. I'm like. All right, I'm going to. Sh- 
I'm going to shut up now and let Kayla go back <laughs> to her questions. <laughs> I can talk about food all, all day. Be careful. Woo. All right. I'll, I'll shut up now. <laughs> Attention, ladies and gentlemen, we are now a food podcast. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but no, um, we mentioned managing. If you had to pick anybody in any brand or promotion to manage, who would you like to? Another hard question. <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all coming at me. Y'all are coming at me. Y'all are aggressive. No, I'm sorry, boo. Uh, in the in a good way. In a good way. Um, honestly, like I am like, and I know Sandana and Ortiz are part of the inner circle. I'm very aware. Even though I do think the inner circle needs um, some some lady fire up in there, but um, if they were not part of Jericho's prestigious inner circle, I would freaking love to manage them. Oh my god! <laughs> like I'm I'm sorry. I think I'm like I I kind of mark out for them a little bit. I really enjoy them, and I'm also st- I study them too because I I love how aggressive they are in the ring, and they just have like amazing. They, they have amazing material. I, I appreciate their talent and passion. Yeah, is there they're, a, they're crazy. Bunch. Yeah. Is there any brand that you haven't had a chance to interact with that you would like to? I mean, yeah, I haven't had any interaction with Impact. And um, and I'm gonna, I get to wrestle Gianna Perrazzo next month um, for GSW. And I'm very excited. Um, slash hella intimidated because it's fucking Deanna Perrazzo. Um, but I, uh, I would really love to venture over there. Um, I want to do something with reality of wrestling. I know I've commentated for them before, but I would love to be an in-ring competitor. Um, but y'all, I, I'm a free agent. I want to be in all of the promotion. So <laughs> sweet. TBD. <laughs> if you could be in the position to run any women's division on any brand, who would you choose and why? <laughs> ladies and gentlemen if you could see her face it's it's classic i love it I, i'm actually this is probably my favorite person we've ever interviewed like screen screenshot like just this and this this will be the promo picture for for the podcast. <laughs> uh, but so that's so hard because y'all i'm green as goose shit i don't i don't have no right to run any locker room but i understand your question i just wanted to make sure i put that out there like guerrero's green like <laughs> She ain't ready, but, um, I mean, that's so hard. That's so hard. Um, like, I mean, obviously we know WWE is an elite, um, place. I mean, I, I don't see myself ever working with WWE again, but hot damn y'all that NXT women's locker room is fire. I I'm obsessed with a lot of people, like probably a little unhealthily. Cause I'm just like, Oh my God, I love you. I think you're so cool. Like between Shotzi and Rhea oh, and, God, Shotzi. Um, and Oh my God, just, and Raquel. And I'm just like, <laughs> it's, it's insane. And so if I could even be a part of that, like just a part of that locker room, like I would be like so humble to do so, but that's in any locker room. I'm, I'm happy. Honestly, this year, I'm, I'm just happy to be welcomed back into the wrestling community because you guys have been so gracious to welcome me back after so long. And uh, I'm just happy to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This one might be another tricky one for you, but great. Lay it on me. (laughs) But you just been in my ass this whole hour. (laughs) Um, Regardless, whatever brand it is, either AEW, WWE impact, let's say they've told you that you had an opportunity to go for the women tag team titles. Who are you picking as your partner? Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa. That was I'm easy. 
easy. That woman, <laughs> she, she is, um, she, she has a work ethic that scares me and makes me tired just watching her. And I feel very blessed that she's given and kind of taken me under her wing a little bit and like has been helping me with Aww. things and, um, yeah, even helping me like get comfortable in wrestling. Cause she, she sees my work as a dancer and she's like, yeah, that we need to bring that over to wrestling. And I, I 100% agree. She's been helping me with so much. And so, um, I think me and Thunder got to do it. Awesome. Ooh, yeah. Tan it up. Awesome. Tan it up. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's get down to business. Saturday. We haven't been down to business yet? (laughs) No, I I know, right? No, but you got some upcoming business. You got some upcoming business in February, February 6th. Uh, Wishes granted. Uh, You and Miss Rachel Rose. I was at, um, I was at Run It Back and she can be a little snippy. I'm glad you noticed. I'm glad you noticed. I was like, is anyone else seeing how rude this girl's being to me right now? Oh, just, sorry. Just, just, just to give you to a, just to give you to a picture. It's like Shao's announcing the match. It was originally supposed to be a, uh, a street it fight. Street fight. Yep. Yeah. It was originally supposed to be a street fight. This girl comes in, takes the mic for him and said like, Shao wasn't actually paying attention. And then said it was just like a regular match. <laughs> yes. Which like no one told me, which is fine. Like, but better like, like she was hella rude. And I was just like, okay. And I don't know, like she, she is very talented. Like that is, that cannot be denied. Like she is extremely talented. She's a hell of a competitor. Um, but I also like, I'm sorry, like I'm a Guerrero. You don't talk to a Guerrero like that. So obviously I'm very happy that I'm facing her on February 6th. I wish is granted. <laughs> she rubbed my lamp it's the like wrong I, way. I'm about to grant her a wish she didn't see coming. Just saying. Ooh. <laughs> I think he's gonna take the lamp and beat her over the head with it. That that works too. Whatever works. <laughs> Again, you I got a baseball bat if you need to borrow it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just, it's, just it's said, so long, we're just gonna bake some humble pie and make sure she eats it in front of everybody. That's all. Exactly. But it's like, Julie's like, send it to me. I'll drive out to, I'm driving out to Buda anyway to watch it. So it's like, I'll take it with me. (laughs) So I'm signing a bat at some point. I'm assuming. (laughs) (laughs) No, actually, I I actually might have something else for you to sign. All right. Uh, I'll be looking forward to it, babe. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. So speaking of wishes granted and everything it's like they it's a it's a newly promotion they haven't been around very long and everything and just within the past year they rebranded to women's only so um what do you think of the work that thunder rosa her husband brian and jeremiah what do you think of the work that they're doing with mission pro i mean honestly it's a really amazing community it's not just another show another promotion like they really do have a community of amazing women. And um, I mean, God, we had like at the last show, I mean, we had Medusa and we had jazz and like, they're amazing mentors along with Rosa. And like, I mean, they're, they're fostering a place of like confidence and um, trust, especially for women in the industry. That's a really hard thing sometimes because I mean, Lord knows, like that was, I, that was why my parents didn't want me to be a wrestler was I, it was never because they thought I couldn't do it or I wasn't tough enough or anything like that. It was because they knew how promoters, how men are and how tough it is in those regards. And, um, 
and I've experienced my own, I've had experiences. Um, and so the fact that I know I can walk into mission pro and know I'm safe, I'm going to be protected. My voice is going to be heard. And I also have Mm -hmm. mentors up the ass left and right up and down. It's, it's such an amazing place to grow. Um, Thunder and Brian and Jeremiah, like they're doing great things. And I'm really, I'm so stoked that they even let me be there. (laughs) So I'm like, whether it's announcing or wrestling, commentating, whatever they want, I want to be a part of that um, community that's building women up and it is a safe place. And I think at this point, like Thunder's going to be taking the taking over AEW with Mission Pro Women at this rate because it's like she went up there the other day it's like Maddie went Maddie Rinkowski went with her mm-hmm. Jasmine and like so it's just like, you see, like yeah yeah so it's like they like they, they're showing up like little by little by little I'm like all right I, I see it under I see it all right so just kind of one last uh, one last question that we have and everything so y- you're a little older but you're you're, you're third generation and like We've seen like in the last few years and everything, a lot of the current wrestlers, they're having babies and everything like that. So we, the, the next generation's coming. We know it. Cause it's like with Miz and Maurice, Becky and Seth, it's like John uh, Moxley and Renee and everything. So the, the Bellas and everything like that. So if you had a piece of advice that you could give to any second or third generation wrestler, what would it be? I would tell them, don't let the pressure define what you do. Um, the amount of pressure that's put on generation kids is overwhelming and it's, um, always there and it's a blessing because it's like, you're constantly reminded of your roots, which is absolutely know where you come from, pay homage, do your thing. But I think it also really overwhelms, almost, uh, suffocates people. Sometimes I know I'm, I'm one of those people and like, where you just get bogged down and how good and how large the shadow is of your family, that it kind of stifles your own creativity and stifles like what you want to do and and how you should feel. And I feel like that's even impacted me um, in terms of dance, in terms of burlesque and pole dancing. Like I was so scared and I got a lot of shit from it from people because they're like, oh, you're Eddie Guerrero's daughter. You're not allowed to have sexuality or be like seen in that way and um and honestly like it's only been like these past like two to three years that I've been like I'm sorry screw that I'm a person this is who I am this is like what I can give you guys to the best of my ability and like 110 percent and if y'all don't like it that's cool like it's like y'all don't have to watch there's plenty of other female wrestlers that you guys can watch and so um I just, I would say, yeah, to like, like embrace, embrace it, like respect it, but don't let it stifle what you want to do. Like go out there and do you, and there will be plenty of opportunity for you to pay homage to your family in some kind of way. Mike drop. <laughs> I've always wanted to do that. I've never, I don't think I've only ever been able to do that once because in WWE, they're like, don't drop the mic unless you're Cena. Um, and so it's like, okay. <laughs> But like, but like, I never was able to do it until I got to Lucha Underground. They were like, yeah, you can do whatever you want. I'm like, I'm dropping the mic. That's what I wanted to do. I just want to drop the mic. <laughs> nice. <laughs> shout, 
Jal, thank you so much for coming on. Best of luck next month. Um, again, Trishel, best of luck. Best of luck at everything that you come across. And we will definitely be keeping an eye out for you. Oh, my God. Thank you guys so much for having me. I still get a, a, a little weirded out when people are like, oh, I want to interview do you. I'm like, me? Are you sure? Um, but, like, I really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for your time <laughs> and for rescheduling for me. Um, I know that might not sense, make sense of the podcast, but these people are awesome. So, Please make sure you like and follow and support Queen's Takeover Podcast, please. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for that. Can we just say how amazing she was? Oh, my God. That was so wonderful. Mm -hmm. So wonderful. Oh, I don't know how we can ever top that. But it's like there was like a lot that did happen on screen this week. So let's just end this with some royal recaps. Jester. Take it away. Can we just talk about Randy Orton fucking ripping every legend apart on Raw? Mark At least Henry. it was verbal. And- That's true. At least he verbally assassinated them this time. And, I mean, you had that going on. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, didn't Lacey kiss Rick? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And, then, and now you got Lacey feuding with Cardi B, which is hilarious. Yeah. It's like, it's like Cardi B got mentioned for like a split second. Cardi B starts going off on Twitter. Why is everyone tagging me? And apparently she, she used to watch WWE back in the day. So it's like, she's a fan of Trish. She's a big fan of Sasha and everything. And then Lacey wants to stick her nose in it. And um, so it's like, everyone's like saying, all right, let's get Cardi B and Lacey at WrestleMania. So basically be the Snooki versus Trish match. <laughs> I mean, I give Snooki credit. She actually had some moves in that match, but no. He did, yeah. We don't need a Jersey Shore rematch. I'm sorry. <laughs> and and then, you know, all the legends come out at the end of the, the the show. I mean, it was a decent show. Like, this week has just been very mind-stressing and fucked up. And uh, I, I can say without a doubt that I am glad I have wildlife areas around me where I can actually go zone out. Because for most of the days this week, I went out and take pictures. Um, so that actually really helped because I want to get better at taking action pictures and there's nothing quite like taking an action shot of a duck or a goose or a uh, harrier flying. Cause I want to get better at taking pictures when I actually get to go back to live events. Um, and speaking of that, they actually did announce that there will be no fans at the Royal rumble. Uh, Look, I, I know, I know, I know how many cases in one day did, did Florida have like 17,000? I understand why, but it's just going to be a little weird. We thought WrestleMania was weird, but you know what? That was a damn good fucking show. Amen. Yeah. Over two nights. At least this time we got Thunderdome, so. Yeah, and people get to be a part of it. And yes, they'll still be piping things in. And they might do pods with like NXT superstars. So we'll get that little bit of aspect to it. But I didn't even, I didn't, I didn't hear that part. So that's I'm cool. just saying that they, they could. I'm not mm. saying it's actually going to happen because they did it for um, TakeOver. So it's possible that they could actually incorporate that into this because that's what they were originally talking about. They were going to do pods for people, but then it's like, well, who do you bring in? And I think if they at least do the NXT or at least have like somehow clone Shotzi and just put her <laughs> around the ring. I mean, Shaw's right. Shotzi's effing amazing. So yeah, but yeah, <sighs> th- these episodes this week, you know, we're, we're kind of lacking and then we get Goldberg and Goldberg comes to the ring and talks about disrespect. There's no more dis. There's been nothing more disrespectful than that match in Saudi Arabia. You piece of shit. 
You want to talk about disrespect. You disrespected yourself. You disrespected The Undertaker. You disrespected that fucking ring when you guys did that match. If you both were not feeling well, you should have figured out, you know, a way to make it safer and still try to kill each other in the ring. That was disrespectful. You know, when he and when he pushed Drew down, everybody's like, oh my God, that's so disrespectful to Drew. Drew looked weak. Drew popped the fuck back up, got in his face, and headbutted the son of a bitch. <laughs> No, it was not like, you know, it did not, it did not look Drew look, make Drew weak. It made him look like, okay, I got knocked down by a fucking giant testicle steroid and I got back up and I headbutted the son of a bitch. Yeah. And it's like, that part is like, it was like after it went off here, I was like, wait, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Well, unfortunately, like they, they cutbacks do not allow for Raw or SmackDown to go overtime. NXT is a little bit different. They actually have a little bit more leeway because actually apparently NXT is a little bit more popular, even though you get the millions in views, but like NXT gets a, like, despite what dumbass says about ratings and demos and all that shit, it does have a little bit more flair to it. And I think next week we should really dive into those matches because that was that, that that's a long segment when it comes to those matches. Oh my God! Yes. Though I do hope that Thatcher is okay. They said that he's taking time. He's hurt. Yeah, apparently he was like uh, Kayla. Help me out with this. It's like he was uh, training for the match and got hurt. Yeah, he was training for the actual match that night, and somehow he ended up getting hurt. Regal didn't really go into detail, but um, but he got hurt and they had to cancel it. So, I, like you said, I think he's going to take time off, but nothing was actually released. I don't think. Okay. But yeah, it's like Wednesday night was ridiculous. Oh my god, especially the last woman standing match. That was But uh Regal yeah, we'll did promise out. but uh, but no, Regal did promise that when Thatcher is healthy, they will have that match. Cool. So, do we know if Dakota ever got out of the locker? <laughs> The last, the last time, the last tweet I saw was like, like uh, Raquel, Triple H, did y'all leave? <laughs> oh Lord! Oh, speaking of Monday night, Keith Lee, you have nothing to hang your head about. I know you didn't win the match. I know you didn't win the title. You killed it, my brother. And that Spanish fly, holy shit! Actually, Damn. I, I did turn it on for that match because I was actually looking forward to that match. So I, when I turned I, that on, I was watching that. I was just like, they're going to put the belt, a belt on him soon. And I think that he, like I said before, he should not be the one that dethrones Drew. Um, I mean, I think, um, I don't, I don't think he's ready for that level. I see him dethroning Bobby Lashley, but yeah. you, you have to give it props. Riddle's been on main roster longer than, than, um, Keith and he's and Riddle stuck in mid card where you have Keith Lee already being bumped to main event status. And to me, that is absolutely amazing. And, you know, we heard all those rumors. Oh, they're sending them down to do more work. Well, yeah, no, duh. They don't have house shows. Yeah. They really don't have house shows. And so without the house shows, you don't get to actually interact and, wrestle a little bit more and do technical shit because that's what house shows are a lot ours like it's a lot more technical so i remember before everything shut down before you know our lives went to shit with covid mm-hmm. you know my best friend and i went to a house show up in penn state and there was a live morgan Shayna baszler match 
and it wasn't your normal Shayna tap, snap, whatever, nap. Mm-hmm. It was actually a good match. Like, there was actually offense from Liv. It was very nice to see her have a good offensive against somebody as talented in ring as Shayna. So, right. you know, it, it was amazing to see the, the transformation of Liv as a wrestler. And I will say this. I am fucking loving Billy Kay's shtick right now. Like, she cracks me up. I mean, I don't know what they're doing with Peyton. I thought Peyton would be up there more, but she's kind of hovering in the back. But with yeah. Billy, she's got this great comedic value to her. And, like, we really didn't get to see that with the Iconics. No. But, Peyton shined more out of the duo. So I feel that this, even though people don't understand the breakup and, you know, I mean, it's very nice to hear and not to see them do their stupid theme song or anything like that. You know, that makes boss lady sure as hell happy at times because we all know how much she loves them. Um, Oh, great. (laughs) But yeah, it's, I feel that, that Billy has finally found a niche and they kind of brings you back to some of the attitude era, like, you know, shticks that they had with the comedic wrestlers. And I love that. It, it's a nice nostalgia, but she brings her own flair to it. And I kind of love what she's doing with Liv and Ruby at the moment. So it's like, I'm glad, you know, she's doing something, even if she's not wrestling. So yeah, it's definitely great to see. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then Kayla, Kayla, Friday night of all people to face Roman Reigns. <laughs> I am going to be completely honest with you. Um, I everybody in that match was—I honestly didn't think they deserved it. Um, but if I—but part of me was going for either Daniel Bryan or Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh-huh. And so it's like, okay, maybe you know, nine out of ten chances they're not going to dethrone him. But um, then once Daniel got eliminated, I'm like, all right, Shinsuke, you got this. I got this. And then when he won it, basically, technically, he was supposed to. And it's just like how it went down. And I'm like, seriously? Just seriously? So what is this going to lead to? Is this the way to get get Adam Pierce out of there altogether? Is he going to... Because obviously, we did see a Sonya Deville maybe possibly taking over SmackDown as a management. Um, I would not mind that at all. I would not either, because I did see something a while back, how Vince and Stephanie and Shane and Triple H have been considering bringing back the general managers, because they do have one Regal for NXT. So mm-hmm. is this a way of saying they're bringing Sonya as the general manager? No objections. I love it. Um, is this going to send Pierce back to Raw permanently? Or what is this going to be? I mean, but WWE, it's Royal Rumble, the kickoff, official kickoff to WrestleMania. We want to see these titles defended. I mean, from Raw, you got Drew McIntyre, an old fart. Um, And then you got Roman Reigns and a guy that can't, I don't know even what to describe him. Adam Pierce, you're all right, but seriously? He, he hasn't is, wrestled in six years. But he has won titles before. Yeah, yeah. 
that I did find out. So one way to twist, let's have Adam Pierce win Royal Rumble, beat Roman Reigns, then give it to Jey Uso. <laughs> My question is, um, somebody said something about Cesaro on Friday night. What happened there? Did anything happen with Cesaro? The only thing, the only thing I could think of was he kind of tweeted or retweeted WWE's clip whenever they were beating Shinsuke down or something, like leave my friend alone or something. That's the only thing I remember. That's the only thing I could think of. Because mm. they were kind of saying that um, it seemed like it was a face turn for Nakamura with between him and Daniel. Okay, that I mean that I could kind of see too and everything. I and it was like funny. It's like after that match. A lot of people were saying on Twitter, I think this is going to end up being like a fatal four-way at WrestleMania with Roman and the people who he's pissed off, like Kevin, Shinsuke, and then Daniel Bryan's going to get thrown into the mix somehow. Well, I think it'd be great if, you know, and don't get me wrong. I mean, I would love to see Daniel versus Roman, period. Um, I think that's a match that we deserve to see, and it would definitely help cement Roman's legacy. Uh, because Daniel wants to put these guys over. He's only got a couple more years left. He's already stated he wants to put the younger guys over. And if that is the case, I kind of want Shinsuke to win the title. I felt mm-hmm. that he got robbed when he won the Royal Rumble. Both him and Asuka got robbed at WrestleMania 34, just saying. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. All right, one last thing. Who who saw Raw talk? Yep. Ali, spitting oh. bars, spitting truth. Bars. He sang a whole <laughs> fucking opera. Like, that was an album. You know, and he even brought up people that aren't even a part of Retribution. Mm-hmm. And he said 100% like, you know, you, you brought all these old ass people, you know, for what? I mean, it was nice to see Melina. I love seeing her. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of weird seeing Alicia Fox. <laughs> I mean, I have no idea where she's been. Uh, but you got like Tatanka and you know Tori Wilson. So it was just it was kind of like a very mixed bag, and yeah, it did draw people in because people want to see this stuff. And I found it fucking hilarious that hey, brother was getting treated very, very coldly by the younger superstars. I mean, I'm pretty sure Drew had to bite his tongue because of all the shit, but you know, it is Hulk Hogan, and he is playing a character at that time. But the person that plays the character is a racist piece of shit. So it's like, it's, sometimes it's hard to differentiate. And so, yeah, there was that. But Ali didn't say anything that wasn't true. And, like, you had Truth and Charlie just effing confused the entire time. Like, well, yeah. And he's like, well, when's it our turn? You want yeah. us to shine. When are we going to shine? But you bring all these old people back. I mean... I'm sorry, you've got Goldberg going against fucking Drew for the title? Fuck that. Have Lashley drop the title to Riddle or to Keith and have Lashley go for the fucking title. Why does Goldberg's, like, what is, why does Goldberg's, a lot of Goldberg's matches lately have to involve a title? Exactly. Like, hell, we still want Spear versus Spear. If that's what everybody was saying was supposed to happen anyway, it was supposed to be Roman. Dude's gonna get his head fucking claymored the fuck off. Because I swear to God, Vincent Kennedy fucking McMahon, if you do this, there will be an insurrection on your ass for that if Goldberg gets the title from Drew. Because I swear to God, I will drive my ass up to Connecticut. 
I will find you and I will grab you by the ear like a spoiled little child that you are and be like, what the fuck? (laughs) No, what the actual fuck? It's time to retire. Give the company to Triple H. (laughs) Give it to Stephanie. Don't give it to Shane. Okay, Shane, yeah. He'll just come Uh... out dancing. There's only so much dancing that I can take. Um, but I did see something, and uh, I'm actually happy that it's going back to this country, that they're actually going to have another live show either this year or next year in India, which makes me happy because, you know, with the Bali brother or the Bollywood brothers, I, the Singe brothers, mm-hmm. you know, they get to go home. Uh, hopefully, um, oh my God. Gender? Yeah, he j- literally just came back and got hurt again. Jinder gets to go home and perform in front of his countrymen. You know, that's why, like, when they go to countries like Japan and do mega shows or India and do mega shows because, you know, they don't get them that much. Like, that makes me happy. Like, I'm glad that yeah. they're actually doing another super show or whatever. I forget what it's called, but I'm glad that they're doing that in in India again. But I don't know if it's for this year or for next year. Hopefully it's next year once everybody's able to get the lovely vaccine and you know we're not all infectious yeah oh yeah i saw the tweet i just didn't see the date and everything so kayla any final thoughts nothing comes to mind other than i will say vince mcmahon make mojo riley gear yes other than um (laughs) mojo raleigh needs merchandise in the wwe shop and put him back on tv okay i miss that hype i miss his motivation i miss seeing him in the ring um, but also I am going to let you know, I got the gestures back. If she's going to Connecticut to pull your ear, I'm going to be on the other ear. So please do not let Goldberg beat Drew. If you want Goldberg to win that match, let him win via disqualification. Thank you. And that's it. <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and end it, end it there. All right. Well, that's wow. What a season premiere yikes we had everything thank you again to shagadero um wishes granted next month saturday february 6th uh definitely check it out um that's all we have for this episode of the queen's takeover thank you so much for joining us and tune in next time as the takeover continues y'all have a good one